King Friday as usual, and we're back for another installment of Area 2101, which is our one-on-one interviews, conversations, and sit-downs with some people that you know we admire. We want to put the spotlight on them. And tonight, I don't have Black Butterfly A Millie with me. They out here catching the games, trying to get fine in the gym, probably. So um, I'll probably talk to them later on. But we got a very special guest here tonight. Um, he's on the verge of blowing up right in front of my eyes. Literally, like I'm watching followers go up, uh, views go up. But let me give you a quick introduction to who we got on the line with us tonight. Um, we got Amorphous, A-M-O-R-P-H-O-U-S, a.k.a. Jameer Reese Davis, born and raised in Philly, PA, currently <laughs> right now in Orlando. And this is just a little background on him. He realized his talents at an extremely young age. Uh, after being introduced to the world of Aaliyah, the singer, by his older brother at the age of four in 2001, he was known to beatbox Aaliyah's productions around the house. At the age of eight, Amorphous began to delve into the world of editing, frequently splicing together various Aaliyah music videos to give the illusion that she was singing and dancing to an entirely different song. As one could tell, Aaliyah played an integral role in Amorphous's journey to discover his talents. His aggressive love for film and music evolved as after many years of contemplation, he finally sat down and taught himself music production through the software Ableton. Forever challenging himself, his hard work and dedication paid off when he won a remix competition and was gifted $10,000 in 2014, which he put towards film school and camera equipment. He's also proceeded to have his music productions featured in the award-winning documentary Kiki, K-I-K-I, and has de- uh, continued to develop additional fans of his music as time passes. Last year, he released his debut EP, a collection of remixes of some of Aaliyah hits through Paper Magazine. However, after years of perfecting his filmmaking and music skills, he embarked on the journey to create a documentary entirely on his own with little help from his older brother on the beautiful and accomplished life of Aaliyah. Uh, and there's a lot more to go with this, but that's just a brief introduction that we're about to get into the real man, Amorphous Jameer Davis. So, ladies and gentlemen, yep. please welcome to Area 21 on 1, Jameer Davis, a.k.a. Amorphous. Uh-huh. Yeah, what's up, everybody? glad to be here it's an honor to be on here so i'm definitely you know just taking everything day by day i know he said that you know i'm blowing up or whatever but you know i try to stay you know my own little introverted self (laughs) i got you but um yeah i I did mention that he's blowing up and i'm gonna give y'all a little backstory on how this is all coming about I often monitor the the area 21 podcast twitter account follow us at area 21 podcast um, and I wasn't following Amorphous, which you can find him on Twitter at Lone Amorphous. That's L-O-N-E-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-U-S. Uh, but I, I wasn't following him, but I kept seeing people just retweeting his, his videos, his mashup videos of Aaliyah, uh, which a lot of, a lot of them are, so, you know, Aaliyah is the subject. And so like one day I just clicked on it. I was like, let me, let me listen to this. Cause I've always, I've always been a fan of like blends and mashups like the Lincoln Park Jay Z uh, collab was like one of my favorite one of my favorite albums ever, 
because uh, you know I'm a fan of, of, of blending and, and mashing up as people call it. Right. And so I clicked on I clicked on one of your videos. I can't I can't remember which one it was because since then I've like watched all of them. Um, but I, I was like, let me click on this because ju you just it just kept coming up, kept coming up. And so I clicked on one and I was like, oh my god! And I was like, Aaliyah, like you don't hear Aaliyah's music now. I mean, Drake kind of brought her back to the forefront. And I'm actually, you know, surprised to see, you know, as part of your bio is that you've been introduced to her way back. So it's not even like you just got put on mm -hmm. her. You you've been on to her, which most people, you know, in the in the, in this in this and millennials don't really know who Aaliyah is because she, you know. She, she's been deceased for so long, but long story short, clicked on one of her videos. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. It was like, it was perfectly produced. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a cheesy mashup where basically somebody just copied and pasted two songs on top of each other. It was done. Mm -hmm. Visuals was on point. And I was like, let me follow this guy. So I followed you. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just reach out and you know, Hey, let me bring him on. Because I want to just talk to him, you know, just get into his head, like, what, what drove you to do this? And the reason why I say he's going to blow up, now we get to the point, is <laughs> I, re I, reached out to, I reached out to you, I think, maybe, like, last week. And mm -hmm. within, like, literally, like, today, and I think, was it last night you released Big Bay Z, which was the Beyonce and Jay-Z mashup album, right? Mm-hmm. And... I pronounce it BZ, by the way. BZ, okay, he pronounces it BZ. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Busy, yeah. <laughs> and it's literally gone viral in the past 24 hours. Uh, and when I say viral, like he's been, he's been, it's been featured on Complex. Uh, dot com, Billboard. dot com, Hot New Hip Hop. dot com, just to name a few. Like, so within literally like the past 24 hours, people are picking up and like they're saying this. BZ album is like the most amazing mashup album they've ever heard, ever seen. And I want to make sure that we get this right because I saw I was I was uh, on your timeline, your Twitter timeline. He's not a YouTuber, people. He is a producer. And I vouch for that producer. because he has a, yeah, he has a SoundCloud page with beats being produced. It, this this the, these mashups are productions because it comes with visuals and everything. Don't put him as a YouTube user, people. He's a producer. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. The first question I want to get into, I know we, we, we got a list, you know, some questions that we said we we're going to go to, but I just want to get into your head of mm -hmm. this, this BZ, this thing that's, you know, that's going viral now. Like, you know, just take right. us through that process and, you know, how has this, you know, how has this affected you in the past 24 hours? Well, so I think as you kind of witnessed, like this whole last week, I've just been just releasing like mashups back to back and it's just because I do them when I'm, you know, I, I don't have any time on my hands or I'm, I'm like, I'm bored. So I want to utilize that time by doing something. And if I don't have any music ideas at the moment, I'll just, you know, listen to some songs and then I'll just come up with these, these mashup ideas. So last week I did a mashup of Beyonce's Formation and Jay-Z's Nigga What, Nigga Who. And so, I, like, I was just in the car and I was playing, um, Richard I was playing uh, nigga what nigga who in the car and I started uh, just like rapping and singing formation over the beat and I was like whoa 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 I gotta get home and do this so I did it and um I put a video together and all of that jazz since you know that's what I, I love to do as well I uploaded that on Twitter and that kind of is what started BZ and like pretty much right after that I was just like well, I know there's probably like a bunch of different songs that I could probably put together. I was like, that would be really cool because I'm just trying to 
you know, build up my base for when I not only drop the documentary, but with all my other original music. I'm working on an album right now, so I want to be able to have as big of a, a, a base to be able to release that. So that way when I release it, you know, I have people that actually support my work. And not that that necessarily matters all to me, but it's still nice to have. So... You know, I sat down, I started, you know, getting different acapellas and instrumentals, just anything that I could find from Jay-Z and Beyonce. And, you know, I always look for a studio. You never want anything that's, like, low quality. So it was kind of, I had to do a little bit of work. But I finally sat down last night, really, to do it. And, you know, I put them all together because since I've, I have a, a good sense of producing anyway you know producing from scratch it's pretty easy for me to be able to kind of like throw two tracks together and like you know make them a little bit different and add some stuff you know that kind of it's not a lot of work for me so you know i did that and i put it up there i think around three o'clock it didn't really do anything i was like hmm, well maybe people are still asleep so i was like well you know what let me do like a little promotional video because I was like, well, maybe I'll start kind of taking it a little bit more serious. And plus, I thought it was going to be a little fun little challenge for me. So I did the promotional video that went viral. Now I did that in like 20, 30 minutes. So put that up, and I took a quick little nap. I woke up, and it just was everywhere. And I was sitting there like, you know, it, it's just crazy how the power of social media, like this is something that I've been dreaming about for a while, just to be able to share my talents with the world. So for people to be able to experience this mashup album and they're actually really really enjoying it and plus it's it's something that is almost in tribute to both Beyonce and Jay-Z as they have impact in my life as well so it really does mean the world that people are out there supporting it so <laughs> that's kind of the gist of everything yeah most definitely uh, um just so just so everybody listening can know if you want to uh you know you're, you're, you're late coming to the table because it's literally gone viral already but if you if you want to listen to it you can find it at officialamorphous.bandcamp.com, and that's official, A-M-O-R-P-H-O-U-S.bandcamp.com. Or you can literally just Google his name right now, and the first two things that pop up is the Complex uh, article and the Billboard <laughs> article, and they got the link in it. Um, but it is a eight-track eight track mashup album that's got uh, Partition mixed with Fronten, Formation Who, Exo Life, Irreplaceable Song, Can I Get a Partition?, Baby Boy is Mine, Pimpin' Diva, Flawless Keys featuring DJ Khaled and the Future. And basically those are the mashup titles. So, if you know, once you look at it, you'll be able to figure out which two songs uh, he got. Pimpin' and Diva is probably my favorite just because, mm. just because Big Pimpin' is like my ultimate all-time favorite song because I'm a huge UGK fan. And that was what really introduced me to Jay-Z. So, you know, Pimpin' right. the Diva and then uh, Diva was, a you know, an amazing, I mean, everything Beyonce makes is amazing. So Pimpin' Diva is like, is, is, is my favorite so far off of that, off of that mm -hmm. album. But yeah, y'all definitely go check that out. And it also gives you the option of purchasing that album. So definitely support the young brother. Give something. It doesn't have a minimum required on there. You can't get it for free, but donate, give to it so he can get this call. So <laughs> what we were about to get into is definitely he is uh, in the works of uh, putting out an Aaliyah documentary called Aaliyah, The Inside Look, which we'll get into a little bit later. But let's dive into a couple of, you know, some questions, to, you know, to get into your mind, get into your brain. You, you've given us a lot of insight so far. Um, but one right. of the first questions I got is, uh, do you have any classical musical training? Like, did, did you play in bands? Did you play any instruments? Or did you just come about in the production and, you know, just taught yourself and learn from there? I, that's 
I get that question a lot, actually. I actually have pretty much no type of formal, real musical background. I did take, like, drumming lessons for, like, a week, and then I stopped. <laughs> but basically, I don't know. I guess you could kind of say it's just been natural for me. Like I said, when I was really, really young, like when Alia's albums first came out, I used to, like, back in 2001, I was about, like, four or five years old, I used to... um have my little cap on. I used to beatbox and act like I was Timbaland sometimes. And then sometimes I'd be like rapping Jay-Z and everybody in my family would think it's so cute. But it's just something that I've kind of naturally had, which is like rhythm and melody ideas. When it comes to actually, you know, being taught how to produce and everything in that musical aspect, I pretty much did like teach myself with, you know, just kind of and all that jazz. Or sometimes, like, if I really needed to figure out how to do something, maybe I would, like, look it up on YouTube really quick. But then I would kind of change it up to make sure I made it somewhat, like, my own. So if I was looking for this kind of effect, I would take, like, the basis of that effect and just transform it into something crazy. But so that's what I'm kind of been like. I started back in 2013 producing and I've always always wanted to but that's when I really was like Jimmy all right this is what you're going to do so sit down and you're really just going to teach yourself and when I first started out I had great ideas but you know it's like when you first start out at anything is you kind of suck so but I just kept at it kept at it because it was something that I'm passionate about and then a year later I you know released a remix I won that competition got ten thousand dollars and that kind of gave me the confidence that I needed to just say all right you could really do this. People are starting to take notice of your work. It's kept grinding and grinding and grinding. And so I guess most of my creative ability goes into my original production. So like the the remixes that I create from scratch and whether people's work or the stuff that I'm working on for the upcoming album, that's kind of where most of my creative juices flow. But as I said previously, when I am bored or I don't have like much to do, I'll just do a mashup because why not I like to do the stuff I like to always be busy I, I like to keep myself busy I feel like if I'm not busy I'm not really utilizing my time here on this earth so that's the gist of that all <laughs> <laughs> definitely I, I completely understand you on that so yeah. 2013 is when you really started you know you sat you sat down and you told yourself I'm going to produce at that yeah. point did you come up with the name Amorphous? What led you to that name? And just so people know, Amorphous, by mm-hmm. definition, means without clearly defined shape or form. So did, right. did you, or did you, is that, I'm not, I mean, I know it's, it wasn't a nickname, but was it a nickname? Did, like, did people just happen to call you Amorphous, or how did you come about to that? <laughs> no, they didn't. I, I used to have a, a lot of nicknames as a child, and I hated them all, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> when it comes to, like, Amorphous. So I actually had a couple of different names when I first started, and they were so cheesy, so I'm not going to say them either. But for some reason, I was just like, all right, I know what my mission is when it comes to music and film, because you have to remember I do a lot of different types of stuff. I do music, film, art. So I was like, well, what's something that that you can like be anything or do anything, and that is something that kind of correlates with that is to be undefined it's like what is that and that's exactly what amorphous means so i felt like not only was amorphous kind of like different and out there and it could possibly one day become you know a big name in the industry like sort of in the sense of like katranada or or timbaland but it also just kind of 
fit with exactly what I was trying to convey with all of my work. So that's why I chose Amorphous. <laughs> Definitely. I com- yeah. Yeah, because I, like, it's very unique. Um, and like you yeah. said, it stands out. So, you know, the right. Neptunes, Timbaland, you know, Dr. Exactly. Dre, like big names you don't forget, right. though, especially when it comes to producers. Dead Mouse, you know, Amorphous is going to be right there with them. Um, so you 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 definitely um, gave us a little bit of insight on how you got to you know you started with the the BZ mashup. You were literally just in the car uh, listening to listening to Jay Z, and then you just you know your mind started you know putting Beyonce over it. But um, when was your first? When did you do your first mashup? What was it, and what what made you do it? Like what were you like? in this situation now, like, were you bored and you just like, Hey, let me do a mashup. What was that first mashup? And you know, what, what led you to do that? It depends on what you mean, because I've done mashups a while ago when I was younger, they were trash, (laughs) but in speaking like in the recent sense, I guess the first big mashup where I kind of was like, you know, I kind of really came up with the idea where it wasn't like impromptu. Um, is when I did. Um, I combined Aliyah, One in a Million, and Rihanna's Need of Me together. And that was early in the year, and so I had done like little mashups like here and there. I never really like uploaded them or exported them. They were just always kept for myself. But that's the one that I really like first released, and that blew up everywhere too. So I was like, uh, okay, I guess people like it. So. That's kind of where it, where it came from. Because I admire both of those artists as well. As you know, I, I mean, I talk about Holly all the time, but I also um, admire and look up to Rihanna in the musical aspects because even though we may, like, our career may be very different, she really doesn't care. You know, she'll she'll do whatever she wants. She, she, she has evolved into the artist that she is now where she could really just do whatever. Whatever she wants to do, she can do it. If she wants to go and make this song despite whatever label is telling her not to, that's what she's going to do because she's already proven herself in this industry. So I do admire that about her. So I was like, well, let me put these, these, these two women together. And I did, and it, it sounded really good. So I was very proud of it. Yeah. And I, I think when, when Rihanna first came around, I, I, w- I was talking to somebody, and I was like, she, you know, she kind of puts me in the mindset of Aaliyah. She was really young. Mm-hmm. She was kind of edgy. She didn't, she didn't you mm-hmm. know, fall into that, I have to be a sex symbol. She wore, you know, her baggy jeans right. and, you know, little crop top shirt or whatever. And she put me in the mindset of Aaliyah. And, you know, now you see where Rihanna's at. And I feel like that's, you know, Aaliyah was headed, you know, in that same direction. Um, right. But next thing I wanna I wanna get into is because I mean we could, we definitely gonna get into the Leah thing, but this mashup is what you know is is what mm-hmm. is what's hot right now. For you. right now, yeah. <laughs> but what what where how do you come up with the combinations? Because as of right now, you've got a a lot. You know, in my in my opinion, you've got a lot to you is you know because you you know you're doing like you said you're doing when you're bored, so it's probably just something you got a lot of them stashed up, so you probably got a bunch more that you could release. Um, but yeah. one right now, I think when I just checked a few minutes ago, it had like 19,000 views was the all in a million nights, which is, uh, Beyonce's all oh, night mm-hmm. mixed with Aaliyah's one in a million. Uh, y'all definitely go mm-hmm. check that one out. It rides like, well, all of them ride. Like literally I want, yeah, I, I know want it's just some that, you know, some people's favorites. I get it. Yeah. Like, and you know, that beat that, oh man, that one in a million beat yeah. in itself, I, is just, yeah. it's iconic. It's legendary. But, 
Yeah, like with the Beyonce and the Jay Z, the the what kicked the B, BZ off for you was you know you were riding around listening to nigga what nigga who, and you started mm-hmm. singing Beyonce over it. Um, so, mm-hmm. but like you know, is that does that process is that how all of them work or? You know, what, is it all coincidence? You know, in, in particular, the the Aaliyah Beyonce uh, "All in a Million Nights." How did that one come about? Uh, how that came about, I guess by that point, I had just released my. Well, okay, I already had like the one in a million and Rihanna stuff on under the belt, and I had just released uh, a mashup of Whitney Houston's um, "How Will I Know" and Rihanna's "Kiss It Better." And I was like, I just, because that blew up. That's the one that's kind of like was really, really everywhere. And I was like, I don't know, because I feel like, okay, let me just, I'm going to just speak some truth really, really quickly, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Sure. So for some reason, people love to pit Beyonce and Alia against each other. The annoying and stupid thing I ever heard in my life, and this is something that I've witnessed myself since I was a young child, because, like, I don't know what it is. I I don't really I don't really understand the point of not being able to uplift and be fans of and respect to what African American woman who changed the game. It's like everybody wants people to compete with each other. I don't think people understand that music is about collaboration. It's about, you know, helping each other out and commending each other for each other's work. So for people like to really just be keep put especially those two, that's really who it it's really like kind of disrespectful to the both of them to me. And this is coming from someone who whose life was changed by Ali in a sense. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just always try to spread positivity in her name. So what I was trying to accomplish, honestly, with that, was I kind of wanted to shut that down. I kind of wanted to say, well, if you guys would just be quiet for two seconds, maybe you guys could see what these two women could have came up with had Alia still lived and had she still been here. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they did admire each other. They may not have been, you know, best friends, but... They, you know, I read um, Beyonce had a book with Destiny's Child. Well, she's in Destiny's Child, excuse me. They released this book, Destiny's Child did, uh, back in like 2002, 2003, called Soul Survivor. It's kind of like nobody really knows about it now. But they pretty much talked about how Aaliyah helped choreograph um, their video Get on the Bus back like in the late 90s and stuff and how, you know, they would hang out with her at the mall sometimes. And so it's like they were friends. I don't I don't get why people get so upset when people say that, you know, they admire each other. People really want them to, like, have been enemies. And maybe that's because people still believe, believe like, that crazy rumor that Jay-Z and Ali were together, which isn't true. But at the end of the day, what I was trying to achieve was, like, just – spreading positivity about these two artists by combining their their two songs together especially have inspired me and that's all i want to do like i'm i've gotten so tired of like the the toxic negativity when it comes like especially female artists nowadays so i that's what i was really trying to uh accomplish with that and then it turned out really great too so yeah yeah. All like that 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 track in particular, it it really stands out to me. Like I said, that beat is iconic, especially for right. you know people like I'm I'm 29, so like I will I remember I literally remember the day Aaliyah died. Um, right. I, I want to say it was a Sunday. We were coming out of church, 
and somebody had seen it like on a, on a, and they were they text everybody it was like Aaliyah died and we were, we were uh there was a girl named Aaliyah that we all went to school with and like I'm I'm from a small a small town in Alabama so it was like literally only one girl named Aaliyah in our in our right. whole school so they were like Aaliyah died and everybody was like oh my God Aaliyah Williams died and they were like no Aaliyah right. singer and then like. I was like, even like, in, in, not in a bad way, but I was like, dang, my classmate right. died. But then when I found out Aaliyah the singer died, I was like, damn, Aaliyah the singer died. Right. And I, I, I've realized it more because like, since like doing my research about you and listening to all of this stuff, like I've, I've realized that I'm really like, I was like a huge Aaliyah fan. And like I think back now, like I have a giant Aaliyah poster still in my childhood bedroom. Like to this day, there's a giant Aaliyah poster in that room. So like her death really, you know, now that I think about it, it really did affect me because I was really, really, truly a fan. Like the Rock the Boat video, right. when they released it, you know, it was a whole big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And like I cried the first time I watched that video just knowing that she was no longer going to be in this world putting out good music. And it's weird because right. I've never heard the Jay-Z rumor until literally today for some odd reason. Really? I, like I've, I've never heard the Jay-Z rumor. And then today, oh. out of the blue... Somebody posted this crazy conspiracy theory that Dame Dash and oh Jay Z had her had her killed. Sacrifice. So Beyonce, it's so... You know, so, that, so that Beyonce could be her or whatever. I was like, wow. Oh really? my gosh. When I tell you that see that's exactly what I'm talking about. And this is something that I've been witnessing since I was really young. So I like I know all about that. It's like people I've really be and if you wanna know why it's because people always want there to be something wrong with something it always has to be some some bigger some bigger idea and sometimes that's just simply not the case and i just find it really just disrespectful because a lot of times it'll be the people because they be trust me they be trying to come at me when i tell them that they what they're trying to believe is kind of crazy they be like well you're so young you were only this what it was when she died i'm like okay and i still know more than you do so (laughs) what's your point i should you should be able to Come on now, and it's like these people—they just—they, like, yeah, the conspiracy theories. It's like these people—they—they they really start believing this stuff, and I'm like, I'm not look, you know, maybe like the government and stuff. Go ahead, I don't really care. Believe what you want to believe. When it comes to this stuff, you guys are just digging into it a little bit too much, and especially when you're talking about someone who lost a life in a tragic way, it's really disrespectful to me. So. Yeah, like you, I'm surprised the first time you heard about it. Well, good, good. That's yeah. good on you because you don't want to have to keep dealing with this. I mean, no, I'm I done mean, with it now. But when yeah. I was younger, I used to go really hard about it. I'm like, you guys are, are, are just. Uh, it's it's like what? Are you gonna? Are too old to be believing that? Way yeah. too old to be believing in that. It was yeah. just really when unfortunate, I, but. No, I was just gonna say when I when I heard it, it blew my mind. I was like, people. I was like, and, and like somebody had posted it and somebody reposted it. I think I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, I was like, this is kind of weird because, you know, today I'm going to interview you and we're talking a lot about Aaliyah. I'm like, why is this showing up on my timeline now? And somebody, somebody I knew posted, I was like, I've never heard this crazy shit before in my life. And it was like, just so far fetched. They was like, Dame Dash. And I'm like, I'm like, really? They're like, like, somebody really said that. Why? Like, how can I make this really wild? And then right. slightly They're like, this is why this crazy. Dame Dash and Jay-Z fell out. Yeah, it's like crazy. It was, they thought like it was, it was like oh my, I was like wow. I, no, trust me, and there's so many like those. It's just insane. It's like uh, I don't know. I, I like I'm so like immune to it now because it's just it's just weird. Like how you just see people just 
they take whatever they see on the internet and they will run with it completely right. and they will believe it. Cause I'll tell you when I when I dropped the Beyonce and Nalia mashup album, I mean not album, the mashup um the mashup because I'm actually releasing the Beyonce and Nalia album on um Friday because. I did that, and I just had them sit on my computer. But <laughs> when I dropped it, people was in my my mentions, and they was on my Facebook talking about how dare you combine her with that devil. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I can't spread type. Like I'm just trying to be a positive person, and you guys are making this so very hard. Not that it really affects me, but it's like, why can't you guys just like just respect two different artists? Together I can only imagine the what they said about because you got one with Selena and Aaliyah, right? Bitty bitty bum bum and they, but they love that one though. That's the they funny didn't come thing. at you like, why did you put these two dead people together? Like you know, people trip about anything. That's what I'm saying. They get so mad about anything. Like they'll be like, oh, you're disrespecting her legacy, and I'm telling like people really be. They'll look at something because I did the mashup, and then they'll just go on this whole tangent about how apparently. They must somehow know me, and I must not be a real fan and all this. But I, you just have to, like, let that not phase, phase you. So that's – it's just funny. Just, it's just funny to laugh about it to me. But Listen. that's neither here nor there. Those people can believe what they want to believe. Listen, to all these to all these haters, and you're about to get more, fuck y'all. <laughs> I know. Please I'm let, about to get more. Please, exactly. let this, please let this man keep doing what he's doing. I like this shit. It's thousands upon thousands of other people who like this. That like it's it. It's about to be even more. This BZ <laughs> has gone viral. Fuck all you haters. Literally. Fuck y'all. Right. And if y'all got a problem I mean, nobody him, really hate. It's not even me that they be hating on. It's just the fact, the idea of certain stuff. Because it's like, especially with the mashups, the mashups are a lot more, they get like a lot more mixed reactions from people only because, it's like, okay, I'll do a Beyonce mashup with something, all right? And then somebody that does not like Beyonce at all, they'll listen to it, knowing that they won't like it, and then they'll be like, I don't like it. And I'll be like, well, what did you expect? Like, <laughs> oh, you know, you're not stupid. Listen, Why would you listen if you know you don't like the artist? They're like, I can't stand. I, look, some people even tried to talk about Aaliyah before, and I'm thinking, like, y'all need to stop. Because I'm really, like... I'm a very positive person, but there's a point where it's like, come on, you guys, especially if it's like I have to keep constantly seeing that stuff. It's not like I go out searching for it. It'll be in my Twitter mentions or on my Facebook. But not a lot. It all, the love always outshines out the hate. But sometimes it's just like, dang, the stuff that y'all be saying is so stupid. Y'all make me just want to like, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. I definitely yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. Yeah. To everybody that's anyway. listening to this, everybody that's listening to this, all the Area 21 podcast supporters that follow us, subscribe to us, and listen to us, um, I want y'all to definitely take the time out to follow Amorphous on Twitter. That's at L-O-N-E-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-U-S. Retweet all of his mashups. And if you see somebody with a sideways reply, clap back at their ass on his behalf <laughs> saying turn get off uh, don't listen to it don't listen to the shit if you don't like that. it like if you if you know you don't That's like beyonce and you see it's a beyonce mashup don't fucking listen people i don't know why people That's get on the internet thinking like they like oh they will censor God. people when it's it's an open free space you can choose right. what you see if you don't like it don't look and, at it don't click it well, come on right and, anyway. you know, people can say what they want to say, too. Everybody has their right to what how they feel. The problem I have is ignorance, because that's what it is. It's ignorance. And if somebody's just like, you know, I'm 
if they're like if it's constructive criticism, if it's something about the actual mashup that the the reason they don't they're like, Oh, you know what I mean, you could improve on this or whatever, baby da 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 okay, I will always respect that. You know, yeah. I know not everybody's gonna like my stuff, but if you're gonna come at me disrespectful, calling me all types of names just because you don't like the artist, which I have no control over because I like them, then uh, I can't really help you, and you, you're wasting your your time, and you're just typing computer pixels into the screen, and I'm not even gonna waste my time on it. So I, have a good life. That's just how I feel about it. But hey, that's neither here nor there. Like I said, <laughs> it is what it is. It's not. It comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. Oh yeah. Well, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out the way and speak on your behalf, and I'm gonna say to all of y'all who don't have constructive criticism. Or positive words to say that's just hating because you don't like Beyonce, so you don't want to hear a BZ album. Kiss, kiss my ass, damn it! Because you ain't got to listen to it. Don't click on it. But let's move off of that because I, we can sit here and talk about yeah. haters and you, shit yeah, all we damn could, night. We could talk but, about um, all day. Let's get into the real, the real, the real reason why you know I reached out and you know what what's really just got this whole conversation going is Aaliyah and the documentary that you plan on putting out August 25th of this year called Aaliyah the inside look so just tell us you know mm-hmm. when when the idea really manifested itself and <laughs> how long this whole process is and you know just you know just your whole spiel like you standing up like and they right. asking you the ultimate question how did you come to this you know what all of this you know what 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 is this so just tell us right. everything you want to tell us about Aaliyah the inside <clears throat> look. all right well let's have a quick conversation about the documentary so, <clears throat> as you probably can tell, I'm a pretty big Aaliyah fan. Um, my brother, you know, introduced me to her music at a young age um, in 2001 when I was four years old. When her her third album, her self-titled album, came out on July 17th, um, we were at my dad's office downtown in Center City in Philadelphia. And he went downstairs and he got me, uh, FYE, remember that thing that used to exist? Yeah. He got me and him a copy of the Aliyah album. And from then on, I was just, I was, it, that was it. Like, I was hooked. And unfortunately for me, since I was so young, I, I really, it's kind of like, it's just unfortunate because I didn't get to experience her as much while she was alive as some other people did. But literally ever since then, it's like, it's just been a connection and it's not only about the music, but it's about the person that she was. It's about the fact that no matter what people said, no matter what obstacles came her way, she still remained humble and positive. And she, nobody had a negative thing to say about her. And she had a musical vision that was just out of this world. I don't think people give her enough credit for that either because with her whole team, it was a collaborative effort. It wasn't just one person doing one thing. It was, it was all of them. So when she passed away and to know that all that talent and all that, you know, positivity is just swept off the face of the earth, you know, it, it took a toll on me. And so I don't know. I just was like, you know, as a kid, it's just, she was just somebody that I was really, really interested in. But the way the documentary came about is I actually had the idea when I was 12 years old and I started to do it when I was 12. And I still have some videos of it up on YouTube, which I have to take down. But I just, I felt like as somebody that loves to do film and, or loves to create films and someone who 
really admired her, what better way to pay tribute to her life and her legacy than to put something together, something together solely from me, kind of as my own thank you. And it's not even, and I really want people to like know because some people, they've been asking me, I guess maybe because it looks really professional. They're like, oh, this can't go on TV. I'm like, it's not going on TV. Like this is something that I'm just doing <laughs> on my own, out of my own time. And it's something that whether one person saw it, which was me, or if 100,000 people see it when it comes out, it doesn't matter to me because at the end of the, end of the day, it's the documentary is about not only her life and her legacy, but about sort of how I feel towards her and how my life has been impacted by her. But I came up with the idea back in when I was 12 years old, but I decided I was going to wait until I had perfected my craft and everything that was going to be required to do it. So that meant editing, sound design, um, filming itself. So, you know, I was just, <laughs> I guess back in February is kind of when it really manifested because I just was sitting in my bed and I was like, I'm going to do that. I'll be a documentary. <laughs> I started to do it. Literally, that's straight up how it was. It's just, I'm just going to do it. And I started to create it. I got all the clips from, you know, YouTube and stuff. And then I started doing narration, you know, writing the script out. And I did about a good 30, 40 minutes of it in two days back in February. And then that was like, you know, some of the first drafts. And then ever since then, I started to take it way more serious because I'm like, I'll, I felt like she deserved only that for me. So, you know, I went to... New York back in April to visit her gravesite for the first time, which is something that I always wanted to do, not only for documentary sake, but just for to kind of give closure to the fact that she's not here anymore and I kind of have to accept that. So, you know, I found some stuff there. I went with my brother because he's a big fan as well. He's the one that, you know, introduced me to her music. And it was a very surreal experience, but, um, then after I went to her her gravesite, I actually got the chance to go visit the church where her her funeral was held out held at down in Manhattan, and that that was a beautiful experience too. So the whole concept like of the documentary was for me to be able to combine all of my skills and everything. That means music, film, editing, graphic design to combine it all and put it into a cohesive one hour and forty minute documentary that not only sheds light on some of the lesser known things about her life and who she was, but also just is, it just is there to help push her legacy. Because as you said, some people, they, they don't know who she is. And it's very unfortunate to me, not that, you know, that they can't really help that, but it's just maybe this will help them really see who she was. I know people know her music, but they may not know who Aliyah is. And I want people to know who Aliyah is because I want people to really understand what made her so special. So that's what I'm trying to do with the documentary. And that's a good way to wrap that part up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so um, after, you know, after, the, you know, we can wrap up these questions, the serious questions and then hop into another mm -hmm. little Second me we call off guard, but um, from what I'm gathering is you're pretty spontaneous. We, like you just you, you know you're so creative where just mm. idea pops in your head, you're just like all right, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like, right. Not a whole lot of like intense planning. Like what am I gonna do next? This is what I'm gonna do. Plan it out. Write it down. 
drafted, right? It's just like, mm, I mean, all right, I'm bored. Let me do a match. I started up. it. Like, I started it, like, really impromptu, but then after I did the first 40 minutes, I was like, okay, well, let me go back and perfect it. So I did kind of get, like, really, you know, detailed about it. That's automated real serious, like, dang, all right, yeah. this, is some, this is something bigger this than This is me. something that could be special, right. Right. Let me, and, let, me, let me really get into it. And I guess one thing that I also wanted to say is that, like, since I'm doing it myself, like, one thing, it is very weird because one thing that I want to be very conscious of is you know, her family, because her family is very, very sensitive mm-hmm. about, you know, you know, somebody that was uh, very, very important in their life. So with this documentary, I, I want to be able to respect them. And so I know since I'm doing it on my own time and it's me, like, I know a lot of times they like to, you know, her, her mother, Diane, and her brother, Rashad, they don't agree with everything that's put out. So if they were to be like, hey, we don't agree with this, I would have no problem taking it down. But as I said before, it's just something that I'm kind of doing for myself mm-hmm. as a, in a therapeutic way, but I'm releasing it in to the public. Yeah. So I just want people to know that because I don't anybody, want anybody to get, ever get the wrong impression that I'm trying to, like, use her name for a come-up or anything because I've seen some people that don't know me try to say that. So it always comes down to respect first, but... Uh, you know, Timbaland, he saw that I was doing it, and, you know, I'm <laughs> Missy, she follows me on Twitter, so I know she saw and she supports some of my work, so I feel like I do have people that knew her that understand what I'm trying to do, and they know that it's with great intent, good intention, but I just wanted to make that very, very clear while I'm here, why not? <laughs> most so. definitely, most definitely. Um, yeah. I'm trying to find, because um, I know you've got, like, a disclaimer uh, of sorts on on the page. Okay, here it is. I'm I'm gonna just read y'all just this is just a disclaimer that you can find on Aaliyah the inside look dot com, which is the official website uh for the documentary Aaliyah the Inside Look, which premieres on August twenty fifth, twenty seventeen. And you're going you're releasing that through your uh through your YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but Aaliyah the Inside Look is created solely by Jameer Reese Davis. Aaliyah the Inside Look is not involved with the Black Round Records or the Houghton family. The documentary is not being distributed for any monetary gain. Yes, that is very correct. I'm not accepting any donations because it's not about that to me. It's yeah. never, ever, like a lot of times it's never about money to me. You know, I did the BZ mashup, but I released that for free. The only reason why I'm able to get money for it from it is because Bandcamp that's what they like that's the only option like i can't really do anything about it so people want to donate to me because they they support my work that's what they do but for this it's not like i'm going out there asking people for me that's not what it's about it's just about honoring somebody that has truly changed and impacted my life the best way i possibly can and i'm trying to do it in the most professional way that i can like I, i'm sure my father carol and stuff like i'm doing all of that on my own the doctor the website that's all me and so i'm utilizing all of my different skills to try to create something that maybe it, it does kind of look like it should be in the theaters but it's just something that i'm doing for myself but as i said i'm just kind of releasing it to everybody because people seem to want to see it so 
Most definitely, most definitely. But yeah, I just wanted, I just definitely had to throw that out there. Yeah. I know some, yeah, some haters will probably, when some haters get put onto it, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, out here making movies. Uh, you, you know, know, know. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like you so don't even know, you don't that, even know the extent of it. Shut that shit down at the door. Like, no, this is not right. what it's about. This Ex- is more for me than anything. I'm literally just anything. supposed to. Because at any given moment, he can take all YouTube of this stuff away. And if y'all haters right. and get him to the point where he takes this shit down, I'm coming for y'all because I need to have these mashups <sighs> on YouTube. It's just, I don't think that'll ever be a thing. Because, you know, I, all the clips that I have, they're from YouTube. And th- those are up. So it's not like I can't upload. It's not like I am. You know what I'm saying? It's no, I'm just, just talking, going I'm up on YouTube. I'm talking about the mashups not... in general because I'm like, you know, oh, if get you to the point where like, you know what, fine too, I'm going to stop sharing my, my stuff with the world and you be like, I'm taking all my mashups back. I'm going to be pissed because uh, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm in love with you. If you look, if you yeah. look, here's what the deal is. If you decide to one day before you do it, just shoot. You got my email now. Just send them all to me in MP3, WAV format, whatever. I got you because I have way too many. I'll send them. <laughs> I'll send them to you all tomorrow. Like that's what I'm there saying. I go. have so many, but that's another thing. I guess because these mashups are blowing up. But like I said, I produce original music as well. So as soon as this documentary is out. Because, you know, right now I'm focusing on the mashups because that seems to be what everybody's interested in right now, and that's kind of boosting my profile. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing on the mashups for the next couple months, but then all of August is all about the documentary. And a couple months after the documentary, is I'm going to let the documentary do its thing. I'm really going to start pushing my original work because I feel like that's really, really, really slept on. Sure, the mashups are great, but anybody can kind of do a mashup if they have a good ear, you know what I'm trying to say? Right, but exactly. to be able to create something from scratch and have it be good, you know, it takes a little bit more skill. So I'll definitely be, you know, I'm going to be releasing an album sometime next year with some pretty pretty cool artists on there. So I'm very, very excited. So I'll, I have a whole plan for how I want to um, put this stuff out. Okay. So. But um, we're we, we done with, the, you know, the formal interview part, and now we're going right. to, you know, hop into a segment that we like to call Off Guard. Mm-hmm. Well, I just ask you a couple of questions to get really into, like, you – not really your work, but more so you and you as a person. So it's going to be three or four quick questions just to hop into your brain. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So the first question was going to be, but you've already kind of answered it, which was what's the next mashup album, but you kind of already privy us to that information that you're going to release uh, Beyonce Aaliyah mashup album this Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. know what the name of it is? <laughs> it's called Be Leah. I don't okay. know why I came up with it, but I just put it to look. I, like you said, like you already know, I do a lot of stuff in prime too, and I'll just upload it and be like, this is what it's going to be called. So that's what I'm putting it out as. That had a lot of traction at first too. So I, a lot of people are excited for that as well. I'm not, I'm probably not going to push it as much as a BZ because it, they are so back to back, but I am going to, you know, promote it eventually. But it'll be out on Friday, and that's June 16th. <laughs> June sixteenth, Belia yeah. will be out. That's that. The name is Belia, and it may be pending. People, if y'all come up with something better, hit him on his Twitter. See if y'all can come up with something yeah, better. I want, I want to see that. I want to, I want to see that. I want to see if y'all can come up with something better. They probably won't do it by 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 Friday. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's too close. It's, it's you too know, close it's just a name say. combined. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, what is your favorite Aaliyah track? Ah, oh, you can't do that, man. You can't I do that. Uh, rock the boat. No question. I got you. Mine would, I, like I said, I think mine would definitely have to be one in a million. 
Uh, really? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, one in a million. Plus that video, I, the video, the beat is just. Uh. I I love that song too, but I, I feel like it's top five. But when you really listen to all of her discography, like straight through, and then I I, I mean I've had I've heard like some of her unreleased stuff too, so it kind of factors in. But you listen to all of her discography, it's like. To me, it'll be like number one is Rock the Boat. Number two, I'd put mm, I'm gonna put more than woman. Number three, I'm gonna put one in a million, and uh, you can forget the rest because they change every other day. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my number one Aaliyah song. It's Rock the Boat. <laughs> I got you. Um, your favorite producer? Mm, I have so many favorites. It depends. Right, I like so many different kinds of genres. Do top five. Top five producers. Ah, okay. As of today, as in <laughs> of this day, this podcast is being um, recorded. Right now, my top favorite producer, and people are going to be like, what? You don't like those other people? I do. Right now, who I'm really into, who I really admire and really want to work with and meet one day is Kei Trinata, hands down. Because he's part of, like, he created an entire new like wave of people trying to um, imitate him, similar to kind of like how Timberland did in the '90s. And like, if you listen to like a lot of the the house music out nowadays, they all owe some of their like their their drum patterns and even the drums they use to Kaytonada right now. And he's definitely inspired some of my work. So he's my number one. Number two, probably Timberland. Number three, the Neptunes. Ugh. Number four, I feel like Dark Child is slept on. Mm. And n- number five, ooh, like I said, I-, I listen to so many different kinds of music, but I guess I would say, <sighs> I would say, okay, he's not really like, huge, huge, huge yet, but he's going to be. I mean, he he has a couple of hits on him, but his name is Flume, actually. He's like a pretty big electronic producer and DJ, so I really do enjoy his stuff because his stuff is really out there. So I like a whole different, like, range of music, so I admire a lot of different kinds of producers. That's but those are my up. top five. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because you, while you, while you was going through your top five, I was thinking, and you, I was like, because I said one in a million would be like my my favorite, but I think it. I don't know. It might be a tie between that or Are You That Somebody. I don't know. It just popped in my head. That's a good one too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that video too. Ah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's it for the off guard segment. Definitely want to make sure that everybody goes to follow Amorphous on Twitter. It's at L O N E A M O R P H O U S. Definitely go check out his YouTube channel. Just type in Amorphous on YouTube. Follow his channel. Definitely make sure that you're following it before the 25th of August because August 25th is when Aaliyah, the Inside Look, the documentary is going to drop. You can also find out some more information about uh, Amorphous and the, see the teaser, the trailer for it at AaliyahTheInsideLook.com. And if you don't know how to spell Aaliyah, that means you're not a real fan because she spelled it out in her song, <laughs> A-A-L-I-Y-A-H. Yes. So definitely go check that out. Tell BZ, them. BZ, the mashup album is out now on uh, officialamorphous.bandcamp.com. Complex and Billboard got him going viral, so y'all follow him now. Followers going up, views going up. Go check out all of his mashups. This Friday, the Belia 
album mashup album with Beyonce and Aaliyah to make all of you haters really mad now because it's going to be a whole yeah, album full. <laughs> will be out this Friday. So you got two mashup albums coming out in a week, people. This mad yeah, is yeah. rising. Get on it. Get on it now before you before you be too late. You'll be like, hey, you heard of Amorphous? People like, yeah, I was on Amorphous like months ago. You late, buddy. Get on it now. So any last words, any last things you want to pub, let us in on. Now's the time. Let us know. Well, firstly, what I would like to say is that the support really means everything to me because I've been working towards what's been happening for the past week or so for so, so long, ever since I can remember. That's all I, I know how to do is kind of just work towards my goals. I like to consider myself a workaholic, but... You know, a lot of this really wouldn't be possible, not only without, you know, the Lord in my life, but without the fans and the people that support my stuff and, you know, push my push my work out there. You know, people really are starting to take notice of all of my talents, whether that be my music, my artwork, or my films. So it really is like an overwhelming, surreal feeling. And I just wanted to, you know, anybody that's listening right now, thank you so very much. And if you do enjoy my work, it, it means the world to me. But lastly is that, you know, I also want to make it very clear that though, you know, my profile may be broadening, I may be getting bigger and bigger, and who knows what the future may hold to me or hold for my career, I always will stay like who I am. I know a lot of people say that, but I'm I'm very grounded. I was raised right, and I, I know how to keep my, my head on straight. So that is never anything that people have to worry about. But that's how I would like to close out what I got to say, at least. Other than yes. Thank you all for everything, and thank you for interviewing me. It really it really is um, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity, and I, I really did enjoy this conversation. <laughs> Most definitely, and thank thank you because like i said he's blowing up so i'm glad we was able to get in on this what i would you know what i might what i would consider like the ground level because next week it might not be this easy to be able to just hit you up on your twitter and get a response back real quick like can i interview you because you might be on you know the way the the way the internet works things go viral you're probably going to be on somebody's news show Next week, in a minute, mm-hmm. yeah, you, see, you, you know, know, especially with complex billboard, BuzzFeed, all of the, you know, the internet-based sites, no. shade room. You know, yeah. one thing I do have to say, you know what, I'll say it here. I'm really, I don't know if I'm not supposed to say anything. Didn't really say I didn't have to say, I'm not supposed to say anything, but I've just kind of been keeping it quiet. But one of the biggest goals that I have for 2017, I'm so surprised that they asked me to do this. But I actually am going to be doing, like, a, a DJ mix for The Fader um, that'll mm. be out by the end of the month. So you guys should really check out for that. Check, like, look out for that, excuse me. Um, it's going to be, you know, all on my, my social media. So I will let you all know when it's out. They're also kind of doing, like, a, a Q&A with me as well. So that's something that I'm really, really looking forward to. So that's Exclusives. Look at that. Y'all, you look, y'all already getting a look into his life. You deserve it, man. Future schedule. Yeah. Look, I'm trying to tell y'all right now. Get in now, so you can tell your, so you can put your friends on that way. You know, once 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 this blow up situation hits full blast, you could be like, yo, I, you know, I put you on to him months ago. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all just now getting right. into him because you saw him. You saw him in Essence magazine. You saw him at you know at Essence festival <laughs> doing a doing a set. And you just just you just now getting on it. Yo, whatever. So, yeah, everybody, definitely make sure you're following at Lone Amorphous, L-O-N-E-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-U-S on Twitter. Definitely check him out on YouTube. YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, all of them. I'm everywhere. 
definitely want to put a uh, put put a put a bug in people's ear. Definitely check out his SoundCloud because SoundCloud is where you've got some of your like original production original productions stuff. on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's original stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely go check that, out, especially if you know you up and coming artists and artists that's established. If you're looking for beats, go check out uh, Amorphous on his on his SoundCloud because that's where the original beats are. YouTube. Uh, and Bandcamp is where you can find the mashups. Uh, Bandcamp, official amorphous.bandcamp.com is where you can find the uh, the BZ album, mashup album, and this Friday, the Belia, uh, Beyonce and Aaliyah mashup album will be uh, released. August 25th, Aaliyah, the Inside Look will be out. Uh, Aaliyah, the Inside Look.com is where you can keep up with that and find all the information about it. Definitely, one more time, definitely have to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Amorphous, uh, a.k.a. Jameer Davis, for giving us this opportunity uh, to, you know, just, you know, sit down with you and just get a little bit into your brain and help, you know, get you out there. Because, like like I said, I, I listened to one of your mashups, and I was I was in love. I was like, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. And I've listened to every single one of them. Like, literally yesterday, me and my wife, we sat down, and I literally went through your YouTube and just pl- clicked all of them. And just let them play. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh man, these are amazing!" So everybody, get on it. If you listen, if you want to listen to some good, some good blend, especially you know people that you know you you nostalgic and you you know you, you love Aaliyah's music. And he's not just Aaliyah, like you said. He got that yeah, Whitney I do Houston. a lot of other stuff too. And Whitney Houston and Rihanna. Oh, that oh mm-hmm. how oh my goodness, that was go listen to it. That's all I'm gonna tell you. I'm not gonna keep telling y'all. Go listen to it. Follow him. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Don't be late to this party, people. I'm trying to give y'all this this heads up, like, yo, get on it now. He already a complex billboard, fader coming up, the documentary coming out. He probably going to be scoring movies uh, by 2018, you know, so get on it now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say it enough to uh, you, Amorphous, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Davis. Um, oh, man, anytime. I just want you to know that if you ever want me back on, however big I get or however small I get, whatever, I'll always <laughs> be right here. I'm just an emo where you have my email, so, yeah. We definitely, we definitely will, especially um, closer towards uh, probably a little bit before the documentary gets released or right after once okay. we get some, get some, uh, you know, get some reactions to it and all of that right. stuff. See, see how that goes. You we'll never know. That may be... That may um blow up too, so we'll see. Right. We'll see. You we'll know, see. May end up getting like a red carpet premiere. We got to come oh. live and interview you there. You we know you never know. <laughs> you never so, know. You never know. Like I said, definitely follow him. Check him out. Get on it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you know joining us for another installment of Area Twenty One on One. Don't forget to follow us. Subscribe to us. Area Twenty One Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Area the Number Twenty One Podcast. Mm-hmm. Area Twenty One Podcast dot com. Check us out. This has been another installment of Area 21 on 1 with Amorphous at L-O-N-E-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-U-S. This is your boy, King Friday. Thank you again to our illustrious guests. Thank you to everybody supporting and listening to us, and we'll catch you on the fly. Deuces and we out. Too many people that I know, they just trying to touch you. Kiss up and rub up and fill up. Kiss up and rub up and fill up on you. Here's some time to prove that I can trust you. Anywhere I can. Don't you run?